Hey, you ever been to Chancellor Park? That's where I live. My name is Tabin Dillard, and I live in a trailer park called Chancellor Park, and I mow lawns. I'd like to introduce you to my town. I've been making YouTube's videos since about 2006, and then I've transitioned over to other platforms like the TikToks and the whatnot. But here on this podcast, I'd like to clue you into what's going on with me here lately. And this is like a pre-introduction. Now I'm going to send it off to myself for the real introduction. I'm glad you joined me. Bink, bink. Well, welcome to the Tavern Dillard Podcast, y'all guys. Season 1, Episode 11. Gobble, gobble. I hope your Thanksgiving turkey week was a huge success. I hope you still... Living off them leftovers, boy, those are beautiful things, them leftovers. You get the right one, boy, you just make yourself a plate, heat that thing up. And some of that stuff, like that pecan pie, I don't mind it, uh, just room temperature. But it's good with a little heat on it, too. Anyhow, my name's Tavin Dillard. I mow lawns, and I live in Chancellor Park. This is a podcast, which is like a radio show, best I can tell, so you listen with your ears, but you don't see no pictures. Um, but you just imagining, you know, what's going on. Now we're heading out of the November's pretty much and into December, so Thanksgiving's behind us. We got Christmas ahead. I did mention last week for the first time, so this will be the second time I mentioned, that I'm working on a very special Christmas podcast episode. One hour Christmas special. Now that's going to come uh, the day after the last episode of season one airs, which is uh, Tuesday, December 21st, episode 14. Of this podcast air well wednesday december 22nd christmas episode air hello so it's going to be a week of podcasting there right there leading up to christmas i hope y'all like it i've been working hard on this uh christmas podcast so i'm looking forward to sharing that with y'all but in the meantime you know we walking through this softball season as y'all guys know and uh last week wasn't something you really write home about kind of thing uh last week's game chlorine phillips son gilbert who played backup catcher one year at a community college in Ozarks and beat up an adult bull moose, played for the other team, and they whooped us 7-2. And we got this word this week that they doing playoffs for our adult softball league this season, but we like 3-5-1, and one, and that just ain't playoff material yet. But season ain't over. You never know what can happen in the few games, and we basically trend in the right direction. We really are. I know what I just said. We got whooped 7-2 last week, but there's reasons for that, and I won't go into it. Well, I might go into it a little bit here, but last week was a mess, you know, because mostly Gilbert. Now, I know I said I ain't going to make excuses, but I will say Gilbert was a big reason that we got so messed up. He don't even live in town, and he's gone now. So he basically showed up, played one game, the game that, that that team played, Team Burgershed, the only game he played in, which is my team, Burgershed, and now he gone. That's fine. We ain't quitters. And I'm just going to leave that right there like half a sandwich you find on a park bench. You just don't pick it back up. Speaking of leaving things right there, Millie Ricks brought a therapy cat into the veterinary today. And you can't see this because this is a podcast, like a radio show, so the way you do is listen, so you can't see no pictures. But I'm doing them air quotes around therapy cat because Millie had it wrong. She did not have no therapy cat. Truth be told, she did not even have no cat. If you ain't never run into Millie, she's somewhere in her 90s, maybe late 80s. I think she, uh, can't, she can't hear too well and she can't see too well, but she got the energy of a young rat terrier. But that energy kind of going spurts, you know, because she older. Well, I got hired to mow the lawn at the veterinary. That's where they have like a doctors and nurses 
for animals. They got a big back lawn there, so you know they're working with them animals, but some of them animals need to get out and run around, stretch their haunches. And so they got that big yard back there, and I was push mowing that thing today. And uh, they see all kind of animals out there, dogs, cats, wood finches, horses, cows, a bobcat. They even had a peacock and a Shetland pony. Our town's known for ponies, so there's been quite a few going through there over the years. Mary Beth Tucker, she went to school for horses. That's her main job, and she does a concession stand during the softball season to help out, but she said once that peacocks and Shetland ponies are so mean, and it could be tempting not even to help them. That's what she said. Like, you don't even want to help them. You know how, like, a little puppy, they got them big old eyes, and they're cute, and they're fluffy. Well, uh, ponies is mean, and they'll bite you. And peacocks, they ain't got no big, cute eyes. I think they little beady eyes, and they got beaks, and they just scratch you. They got them big old talons, them big old claws. So she's like, they ain't the nicest animals, you know. And a fully mature peacock can get a, a squirrel in a headlock. You know about that? I've seen that. So anyways, today I'm mowing the back lawn there, and folks start pouring out of the veterinary like it's a fire drill. I'm, you know, push mowing it, like I said, and it's loud. So, you know, I can't, I can't hear what people are, you know, what the commotion is. I can just see, but I, I, I go ahead and end up cutting off that mower when I see folks moving like that. Cause I'm like, well, there must be some sort of emergency. There's some sort of emergency going on because emergency, you know, you just look at stuff with your eyes and you say, well, that ain't, that ain't, first of all, it ain't normal. I know they don't pour it out of the back of the veterinary every day like that, looking over their shoulder and running and trying to hurry out different animals and all that thing. But Mary Beth, she got her thumb. She's coming out of there just kind of hustling and her thumb's pointing back over her shoulder and she's just saying, Millie Ricks. That's what she's yelling. She's yelling Millie's name. And I got the, I got the, uh, them little like earmuff things that, that make the noise not as loud when you lawn mowing. So I pull those down around my neck and then I hear, you know, I see her little little chubby thumb poking back over her shoulder and she's saying, Millie Ricks. So I'm thinking, well, I know who that is. So I'm assuming, you know, everybody's running out. But then it's like, you know, when you, somebody usually says Millie's name, they ain't running in fear. I mean, she can surprise you. Like when she felt a super soaker full of sweet tea and sprayed me when I was trying to mow her lawn. She sure thought that was funny too. But it was not. Being sticky is bad enough when it's hot, but then when them bees and dragonflies want to make you their party spot, it gets bad so fast. So fast. So I could imagine, yeah, maybe she's doing something ornery, but I don't know that it's worth evacuating a, a whole veterinary. You know, that's where I'm trying to put the patients together at this point. So I holler at her. I was like, what's wrong, Mary Beth? And Mary Beth, she's huffing and puffing, kind of doubling over. And she just say, it's not a cat. I'm thinking, okay, what in the world is Mary Beth talking about? Because I know the whole story now because I'm on the other side of it. But at the time, this afternoon, I, I didn't know. And all I could see is Mary Beth running out and saying, uh, out of the veterinary and saying, it ain't a cat. And I'm thinking, what ain't a cat? And about that time, Millie Ricks walks out the back of the veterinary holding a skunk. Well, there we go. Apparently, they're easier to catch than you might think. Maybe as easy as a crow. Have to ask Candy Dilroy about that. That little eight-year-old can catch a full-grown adult crow like nobody's business. Anyways, Millie Ricks is looking around, confused at the commotion. She don't know what the big deal is, and I don't know if she's aware that she's the one causing the commotion. And she just hollers, My cat needs a bath! Kind of thing. Well, I take a step toward her, and I look at that skunk, and buddy, I know a lot of folks are scared of skunks. It's the same kind of reaction when folks see snakes. It ain't about what they are doing. It's about what they can do. That skunk could spray you. 
And boy, you get sprayed by a skunk. I don't know if you've ever been sprayed by a skunk, but but they say, you know, you got to like wash it, take a bath in tomato juice or whatever. But I mean, you're going to gag. You're going to want to burn whatever clothes you're wearing, uh, dry heave, throw it up. I mean, it's you just don't want it. And so it doesn't look like none of that happened yet, but everybody's thinking, boy, that's what could happen, you know. That skunk was as scared as we were, though. I was looking at it. I'm pretty sure by the look on that skunk's face that it ain't never been cradled like a little baby doll before, and it was not sure what its next steps should be. You know, it was kind of, you know, it didn't have a game plan for this. It didn't think some 90-year-old lady could just scoop it up and hold it and cradle it and take it down to the veterinary for a, for a bath. So I was a little stunned, and I did not know how long that was going to last. You know, I ain't no skunkologist. I don't know how long a skunk's going to be like that before they get tired of it and say, I ain't having this no more. I'm going to claw this old gal that's holding me and get out of here, you know, hotel, east, west, or somewhere else kind of thing. I didn't know if that thing had already skunked Millie, honestly, because she wouldn't know it because she can't smell. Maybe that skunk knew that. Maybe it'd be a waste of effort, and that skunk's like, I ain't going to skunk this old gal. I ain't going to do no good. You know, I'm going to save it for another day. I don't know. But it's, it's like Millie Ricks was that skunk's kryptonite and somebody can't smell, you know, and that, that's Millie. So I don't really know. But I knew that Millie had to let that skunk go. I knew that. You know, I mean, that's the whole thing. If she didn't have a skunk in her hand, folks wouldn't be evacuating the, the veterinary. Like uh, if she walked in there just normal, like just, hey, I'm Millie Ricks and I got things to say and whatever, nobody's running out. But she got a skunk in her arms, so... It wasn't her cat, no matter what she said, and it didn't need a bath as a skunk, you know. So, so I say, Millie, what you got there? You know, like that. She said, this is a little kitty cat. And I say to her, well, can you let it go? And she asked me, why? And I said, well, because I know your pets, Millie, and you don't own a, a cat that color. And then she said, what color is it? And she looks down at that skunk, I like kind of curious, and I think that skunk, I heard, it, I heard it say like a, please, Tavin, like it was rooting for me. And I think Millie's grip loosened just a little bit. She's answering my question, and there's a little doubt in her mind, you know, like, oh, maybe I don't have a cat this color or something. So now it's like a, like a hostage negotiation. You know, I'm like, Millie, go ahead and put that cat on the ground. And she's like, oh, it needs a bath. And I told her, you know, well, cats give themselves a bath, Millie, so you ain't got to worry about that. And she said, well, they ain't got thumbs. So I guess in her mind, she's thinking that cat is going to need to hold a bar of soap, you know, and get behind its ears and, and you know, and then work that shampoo and le up to a leather on the top of its little cat head, which would really be a skunk head, but we ain't getting into the details with Millie, you know. So she's thinking you're going to have to have thumbs if you, a cat, giving yourself a bath. And I said, well, I, I understand, Millie, that it ain't got thumbs, but it'll lick itself, and you ain't got to worry about it. And she said, well, I want to dry its hair. Well, then I don't know what it was. You know, I ain't trying to make myself out to be better or smarter uh, than I just am normally, which is my normal brain power. But I did say, well, go ahead and get your hair dryer kind of thing. Well, she said, like like a light bulb went off above Millie's head, like that was a good idea, like she thought that what I said made sense to her. And she said, oh, good idea. And she was off. I mean, she let that skunk down. It bolted, and whatever lesson it needed to learn, I could tell that that skunk had learned it by the look on his face. And nobody got skunked. Millie turned around back into veterinary. I don't know if she was going to walk home to go get a hair dryer. I didn't figure that out. 
But I do know that she let that skunk go, and everybody was very happy about that. Nobody got skunked, but it sure scared folks because it wasn't going to bolt back into the building. Everybody else was standing back there with me on the lawn, which means the skunk's got to run our way, you know, to get out of there because it wasn't going the same direction as Millie. Suck came our way. Folks scattered. The only time I seen Mary Beth Tucker move that quick was when she got tossed off Myron's moped. He's still learning how to handle that thing. So that happened the same day as our softball game, which was today. Uh, lots of chatter about that skunk and how I talked Millie Rick out of giving it a bath. But you know, as a businessman, you get in these situations where you got to deal with folks and their ideas and their hopes and dreams. And yeah, you got to ne help negotiate all that. You know, I don't want to call myself a hero, nothing like that. But uh, we got through it. And tonight uh, we was playing for our lives, so to speak. You know, once we found out a day's going to be playoffs, we knew we couldn't afford to, to lose no more games. Um, and we found out about them doing playoffs, you know, just, just in the last day or so, and we don't even know if we can make it anyway. We sure know you can't go if you only won three games all season, so we got to keep winning. You know, that's how we are, so we trying. So let me ask you this. Who had a good night at the plate? That's a rhetorical question. Who walked twice tonight, got hit by a pitch tonight, and had a, hot, a soft single tonight? Then in the seventh inning, hit a dribbler in the infield. Now, I ain't a power hitter. I hit to contact, and I'm a spray hitter. But the dribbler in the seventh seemed like a routine play. But if you spend any time around an adult softball league, there's rarely a routine play. Kirk Pickney, he picked up that dribbler. He's playing third base. He also plays third base for the high school team. He got an arm like a rocket, and he fired that thing to first base, and it just sails up, 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 and go all the way out to the second parking lot, all the way under a tan Buick with white doors. They couldn't find it, and whoever hit that ball uh, got to take a second base, and the guy that hit that ball was me. So I'm on second now. So imagine, if you will, me on second. Well, they got Mort Dwydell batting behind me tonight, and he turned quick on the first pitch, and before you know it, we was both standing at home base. Home run Mort. He hits dingers. After that is one thing after another. We was scoring machines, steady smelling them playoffs. We scored... 17 runs tonight. Count them. We scored 17, and they scored 12. I mean, everything was clicking on all cylinders. I mean, everything. But our pitch, our pitcher wasn't, you know, that was, that was pretty bad. You know, we gave up 12 runs. But thankfully, we were playing a team who had the same problems, you know, and theirs was worse because at the end, by the time we'd score 17, I mean, really, amped up our numbers. I don't know what it did to my batting average because, I mean, if you look at my line score there that I just mentioned, I was doing a lot of walking or getting hit by a pitch. I did make contact a couple times, but doesn't matter. I mean, we care. It's a team sport, and we care about the W at the end of the game, and that's what we got. So here's what you need to think about now. Looky here. That puts our records at 4-5-1. Four, Four win. Five losses, one of them losses being to a guy who was a ringer, got brought in and beat up an adult bull moose, played against this one, and then left town. But we ain't talking about that. So that put us a little step closer to the playoffs because we won the game. So all I really know is that we won this week. We won so hard. I mean, so hard. 
you think of us like six, eight weeks ago, my, I mean, we was a ragtag, chest-naked team, but now we got uniforms, we got hoodies. I mean, we don't play in the hoodies. I think Mort did once. He's a little cold, but now that it's getting into fall, but usually we don't. We got burger shed hats. We got all that stuff. You can't buy them at the concession stand. I'll put a link in the bio, though, here. Not in the bio, but in the show notes for the podcast, so you can check out all our gear if you want to be part of this winning team. I mean, four wins, that makes you winners the way I see it. I can't remember if I told you all, though, about the, the concession stand policy, but winning teams get a free snow cone. And so we made our way over there tonight after the game. And the concession stand's painted now. They painted it light blue. Uh, the smell of the fire where the old one burnt is pretty much gone now, especially once they put on a new coat of paint. Like uh, it's, it's hard for, for anything to be stronger than a new coat of paint. And I guess that's good news in this situation. And uh, the only flavor they had, though, in there, Mary Beth had in the concession stand, by the time we got over there to get our free snow cones after winning 17 to 12, and, and we, we've we won four, you know, so there's been a few times we've got to make our trip over there for the free snow cone, but I ain't got one recently. The only flavor they had left tonight was coconut. And you may have already figured this out, but our concession stand ain't winning any awards. It just ain't. I mean, we got one, uh, and it's definitely got its ups and downs. I don't know. We ain't keeping score, but I think Bud's Burger Shed's got a better record than the uh, concession stand. Anytime you got a fire or you try to do something nice like serve hot butter dinner roll softer than a baby angel's leg, but you run out, then you got people that are mad because you didn't think about how many people you, you're going to be able to serve. And then, uh, you know, s'mores. We already talked about that. That didn't work. It's like good ideas, but just real poor execution. You know, it's like a double-A concession stand. We ain't in the majors over here, that's for sure. So I just saw that coconut uh, snow cone. I was like, y'all can hold on to that. I ain't even trying to touch it. I just came down to the burger shed, got a cherry Dr. Pepper. I think the owner of that Buick drove off with the softball. You know, that, that Buick with the that tan Buick with the white doors. Uh, and you ain't supposed to do that. You ain't supposed to drive off with the softball. It ain't like a major league game where you take it home with you like a souvenir. But if you can't find it, you can't find it. And that, that ball never showed up. And that old Pickney boy throwed it. I mean, he should have known. He throwed that halfway to the moon, it felt like. I mean, he just put a lot of put a lot of mustard on it, and that's how that went. And now we feel like we in the hunt. I should know more next week, but you know that's what they say in baseball it's all about streaks and so i apply that to softball because i ain't playing baseball and we hitting our streak at the right time no doubt in my mind about it so uh hey i'm feeling good i hope you are too i mean four five and one we we doing the right thing heading into christmas season i do got a uh, team burger shed shirts 2021 with the roster on the back we got Mort and Myron and JT and Rance and all the fellas' names on the back of the shirt. If you're interested in that or just the regular Bud Burger Shed, uh, you know, the Burger Shed uniform shirt just says Burger Shed on the front. We got that too. We got the hats, Burger Shed. Got the hoodies, Burger Shed. All kinds of things. I got the fully mature peacock with a score and a headlock hoodie. Any kind of that stuff that you're interested in, you got to know that um, that's available now, but you also... I, I say use the discount code if you want 10% off. And that's in the, in the show notes. And you'll see how to get to um, the merchandise. But then there's also a separate link for personal greetings. This time of year, people like uh, are 
wanting me to say, hey, you know, hey, Merry Christmas, so-and-so, you know, today, you know, today, mom or dad or whoever they want for a Christmas greeting. And um, the good news is my greetings that I do, they are, not, they are not stuck on a cargo container in the middle of the ocean. Nope. I got them in my trailer and they'll go straight to your email inbox and you can download and share them greetings however you want and upload them wherever you want to. They're yours once you buy them. So anyways, there's discount code for 10% off the greetings too if you want that this week. So check the show notes for the links to merch and then also a separate link to the greetings and, you know, discount codes. Enjoy them leftovers, y'all guys. You got to be getting close to the end of them, am I right? Maybe, maybe just a little bit. Well, thanks for joining me this week. I'm so glad you did. Let's uh, head into Newton. Well, not to Newton. I guess I could say New December. I guess by to November, hello to Decembers, and we heading into the Christmas season. So, you know, if you ain't lost a softball under a tan Buick with white doors this week, I guess you're doing pretty good. Sure appreciate you joining me on the Tavern Dillard Podcast. Please, uh, you know, you can subscribe. If you ain't already subscribed, do leave a, a review or a rating. Appreciate that. It's a big help to me. Catch up with me on the website. Check the show note, notes for uh, them links I talked about. And until next time, y'all guys. We'll see you later.